Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, I'm Glenn Scrook. Welcome to Being Green. The recent cholera outbreak at Hammanskral in northern Gauteng has yet again put the spotlight on the state of South Africans' waterways and water resource management. It's very much a preventable illness, requiring only access to safe water, adequate sanitation and basic hygiene needs. Yet at the start of this month, there were 166 confirmed cases in five provinces and 32 deaths. And as far as I know, the source of the outbreak has still not been identified. Well, I'm joined now by Anya Duplessis, Associate Professor and Research Specialist in Water Resource Management at the University of South Africa. Prof, how much is the current state of our water resources potentially responsible for this current cholera outbreak? Well, it plays a significant role because if you look at the recent Blue Drop Watch report, more than 90% of our wastewater treatment works are either dysfunctional or not functioning at all. You've got 31% that is at a critical condition, basically meaning that we're sitting with a collapsed um, system, and that's basically due to ill governance, poor management, but then also the non-maintenance of our country's wastewater treatment works and then the, the rise in the number of local authorities and municipalities that are failing to meet minimum compliance standards, which is at 31%. So basically poor governance, one of the main causes. Unfortunately, poor governance, reactive management, poor planning, poor forward thinking. We've been sitting with this issue since 2002, where numerous researchers, including myself, have been um, you know, writing reports and warnings to the department and whoever wants to listen to say that we are on the way to a major sewage crisis. And unfortunately, with the combination of load shedding, having the severe impact on our already dilapidated infrastructure is now causing the water sector to basically collapse due to it not being maintained and not being invested in properly. So should communities be concerned about the quality of the water that they're drinking? Unfortunately, I would have to say yes. If we look at the Blue Drop report, there's some concerning statistics that they have listed there. Some of the concerning stats is 11 municipalities within the country that um, have reported no records of any testing of drinking water. And that is a major concern because how do you know that the water that you are supplying your constituents is actually of a, of a suitable standard? So that's the one concern. And then we're also sitting with the other issue of non-compliance whereby the Department of Water and Sanitation did issue over 240 wastewater treatment works with non-compliance letters in 2022. However, only 50% of these have responded almost a year later. So you have this total apathy for compliance, and that's partly due to the non-enforcement and implementation of legislation. Do you know how we're doing here in the Western Cape in terms of this? In terms of the Western Cape, the Western Cape is doing uh, a bit better. Um, Their infrastructure is in a better state. However, um, they didn't highlight major concerns. I know Mulnerton's sewage plant has been an issue or wastewater treatment works has been an issue, but that's a long-standing issue. So with the budget that the mayor has um, announced, that should hopefully not solve the issue but improve it over time. So in terms of the Western Cape, I think they are in a much better position 
as for, let's say, Itagreni municipality or local municipalities within the northwest, Limpopo and Mpumalanga, in even the Free State. And that's where we're now seeing cholera cases coming out of. But nevertheless, this is countrywide a crisis. So what does government need to be doing next? What are the next steps? Well, government um, needs to stop just publishing reports. They have to get their hands dirty now and actually do something about this. I mean, as we've said, this has been a long time coming. It's not something new. It's three decades in the making. So I know that the minister and the director general, they have been trying their best to try and put the necessary interventions in place, such as the blue drop and the green drop and the no drop reports. However, from those reports, we must remember that those that are published now is not the audit. So it's only a sample. The the actual audit report of all of the municipalities in wastewater treatment works will only be published at the end of July. Now, the question is, what are we going to do as citizens sitting with water that we don't know whether it's safe or not. The government, especially the Department of uh, Water and Sanitation, they are the main custodian of the country's water resources. So they are supposed to come up with short-term as well as medium, as well as long-term action plans and actually implement them. Alarming stuff. Thanks there to Professor Anya Duplessis, a water resource management specialist at UNISA. And that's it for this week from me, Glynis Crook. Take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. Yeah.